Let's wholesale real estate. We're gonna wholesale real estate. If you wanna wholesale real estate, then you are in the right place. You don't need no money, you don't need no credit. It's so simple that anyone can get it. Luke's gonna teach you just how to get started. All you have to do is learn and apply it. You are in the right place. You're gonna wholesale real estate. You're gonna wholesale real estate. So let's get started. What's going on, everybody? Sakpase, Nabule, and welcome to another episode of School of Wholesaling. I am your host, Luke Madeus, and I am here, and I'm just super, super excited to bring on a special guest, guys. A special guest, none other than Rory K. Douglas. All right, he's an international best-selling author. He's also in a financial educator. All right, he is amazing. He's been in the financial industry for over 20 years, and he's also a man of God. So if you guys, you guys are here because you you want to know about real estate investing, yes, and you're also here because you want to know about how to achieve a level of financial freedom and take control of your financial future. And Rory is just the guy that that uh, that I wanted to bring here to, so that way you can learn about finances, right? Because as a part of running a business, you just also financial literacy. We've got to be literate as to how to handle our money because it's not about what we do to make the money. It's about what we do when we have it, right? And so that's the wealth building portion of real estate. It was actually owning real estate. So I actually want to talk about, uh, I actually want to bring in Rory here. I'm not going not, not to blow your thunder, man. I want you to roll it all in, right? And so Rory, hi, man. Thank you so much for being here. How are you doing today? Man, first of all, Ungangu, I'm hungry, man. <laughs> yeah, so, yes, sir, man. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for having me. You know, um, just for those individuals who are looking and listening, my name is Rory Douglas. I've actually been in the finance world for about 25 years. I travel throughout the United States and Canada, and I talk to corporations, nonprofit organizations, veterans administration, teachers union. I'm everywhere. I'm like AMC Theater. I'm everywhere. I'm social media. I'm talking to people. Uh, I have a passion to help people pursue their purpose in financial education. You know, um, last year in America, before the pandemic, the average American was one to two paychecks away from being homeless and one out of three Americans in debt before the pandemic. And the average American family cannot even handle a $400 emergency. So I think that's a shame. So financial education is really my passion. And my, that's my purpose also, too. So I'm just traveling throughout the United States and Canada, man, getting people educated about financial literacy. We don't have a money problem in America. We have a literacy problem. And that's what it's all about. So my beginning was not so great. Uh, when I was a young kid, I got kicked out of every elementary school and every high school. I was labeled a troubled youth. Uh, I was really a very, very uh, intelligent kid articulate very well, but I had an issue. And that issue was a, a disability that was called dyslexia. I read things backwards. That's the reason why I got kicked out of all of those classes, because every time the teacher would, uh, you know, ask me questions or whatever it may be, I can, re re I can recite everything the teacher said from word to word. But whenever there was open book or test, I would create a distraction to get thrown out of the class, whether it was pushing somebody or throwing something to throw me out the class. So it wasn't until I was 13 years old, my mom is my mentor. Father died at a young age. My mom worked three jobs, take care of my brothers and my sister. And when I was 13 years old, I was in a car with my mom driving someplace and she was in a hurry and she insists that I read some instructions. And I try to do the same thing. I try to create a distraction. You know how moms are, you better read that. 
So I had to try to read it and she figured out something was wrong. So she took me to, to the school, to the counselors. They tested me and said, hey, he, he suffers from something that's called dyslexia. He's reading things backwards. However, I received training for it. And I always tell people to this very day, you can have a disability, but you don't have to be disabled. And I see people today who have disabilities doing more than people who have no disability. So I use my disability as my superpower. If I got over that, I can get over anything. So that's what it's all about, man. I'm just a very, very fired up, hungry, passionate person. And I have a desire to help people pursue their purpose in financial education. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. That's beautiful. That's beautiful, man. And, and, and I just and, and I appreciate you, you know, just just shedding some light on on on, on the fact that you had dyslexia. That's actually something that I struggled with as well in school. Are um, you serious? I'm, I'm I'm so serious. I'm so you know, even, even now, this? Okay. Even, <laughs> see, I, I love audiobooks because it's easier for me to listen and digest than it is for me to read everything. And so, you know, I, I still read, of course, right? But it takes me a little bit longer to, to I have to read it a couple times sometimes to really digest all the information. So I I one hundred percent understand and connect with you there. And so I, you know, one of the questions I wanted to ask you is how did you like how did you how did you how how were you able to get to where you are now? With that, with that as something that at that time that was a challenge for you, how were you able to over- overcome that? You know, it's funny that you asked that. That's a great question because what I've learned is that the average person spends more time outside of themselves and very little time with themselves. Mm. Even when we're going to school, to college, or whatever it may be, the average college student changes their major at least four times. It's simply because they're trying to find themselves. I thank God that I had that disability because during that time in my life, I had a chance to spend a lot of time with myself. I knew my ability and I knew also my vulnerability. And that's what it's all about. When you get a chance to know who you are and you know where you are. And as I said earlier, most people spend more time outside of themselves, very little time with themselves. So how do you expect to know yourself if you don't spend time with yourself? So when I was going through that transition in my life, I was spending a lot of time with myself. I had to be the best actor. I had to learn exactly how to to avoid things and how to get around things. And that's why I say to this very day, I use it as my superpower. Nothing can stop me because I know who I am. So I encourage people, no matter what, spend more time with yourself. Once you spend time with yourself, you know who you are and whose you are. And that's how you're going to be able to get ahead. So I hope that answers the question. That's a beautiful answer. That's an absolutely amazing answer. And I feel like there's a that, that 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 message is 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 a very deep one because because you know dyslexia is just one of many one of many things right or one of many challenges that people may have but at the end of the day what you say is is exactly correct nothing can hold you back from what you truly desire you know who you are right even like like one one person one one amazing speaker that that I absolutely love uh, he passed away unfortunately it was Stephen Hawking right his oh his- yes. His story is absolutely amazing. Here's someone. Um, one of my see, I'm one of eight children. One of my brothers actually has actually had Guillain Barre syndrome, right? So, um, one of eight is, children, one, one of eight. <laughs> I'm, I'm one of eight. Oh man, <laughs> okay, man. All right, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm listening. <laughs> so, one of my brothers, uh, his name is Jeremy, right? He's he has a he had a Guillain Barre syndrome, okay? And so, this is this is a virus that attacks the brain. And so what ended up happening is when he was young, about five, six years old, he contracted his virus. And uh, and uh, what ended up happening is it, it, it turned him, it made him, um, 
um, uh, it, for lack of a better term, he became he had, he, he he grew he uh, he developed a disability um, that that uh, that affected his motor skills and that also affected uh, things like his ability to tell uh, space and time, right? But he's very intelligent. I mean, his brain and his mind is absolutely incredible. He remembers everything. He could, he could, he could, uh, he could meet you for one, for one time, Rory, and remember your name, remember who you are, right? Uh, absolutely wow. mind skills, right? And so the reason why I'm bringing this up is because, you know, everyone has their own disability, right? That their own challenge that they feel may be keeping them, right, from being able to live that, the life that they want. Right. But the reality is we can live the lives that we want as long as we believe that Jeremy, he's he's he has a mind that's incredible and he's still able to exercise that because he's he's OK with with with, with who he is right now, even even though that wasn't who he was. And so that's what I see. You know, I, I see that same thing when, when I hear the story, because even for me, who, who I thought I would who, who I thought I would be years ago is not who I thought who I am today. Right. <laughs> it's like, right. If you were to ask you, if you were to go back into a into a time capsule, travel back in time, and ask yourself, uh, you know, when you were a teenager, hey, did you ever believe that you'd be in the financial industry, teaching people how to how to free themselves financially? What, what do you think? Uh, what, what do you think the teenage Rory would say to that to that question, Rory? Uh, I would I would say this. You know, I'm a firm believer that our dreams are not a figment of our imagination, just showing us glimpses of our future. Mm. Uh, I've always been a person of, of vision. So even when I was young, I always visualized doing something big, great. And even though I had that disability, I didn't let anybody steal that from me. That's for the reason why I say spending time with yourself, especially with those who are listening and looking, you've got to spend time with yourself. And most people don't do that today. And that's the reason why people today, they're imitating, copycatting, duplicating, but if you're going to be creative, if you're going to be you, you got to know who you are because I always tell people, today people, they don't buy books, they don't buy music, they buy you and you are enough. That's the bottom line. Everybody has greatness inside of them, but you'd be surprised at how many people don't know themselves and that's the reason why they can't be themselves. Wow, wow. And and that's absolutely absolutely true. That's absolutely 100% true. And so this brings up another question. Out of everything you could have been, Right. What called you to be in the financial industry? Well, you know, it's funny because uh, I always felt that I would be in the uh, spiritual realm. You know, I am a, I'm an ordained pastor, oh. but I've always felt I would be in the spiritual realm. But I consider what I'm doing now my ministry. I consider this my ministry, a financial ministry. And um, I really, I've always been an entrepreneur, even as a young kid. It's like I had a paper route and I had the best paper route. When I uh, sold lemonade, I I had the best lemonade uh, route. So all my life, I've always noticed my superpower. I would go someplace and work, start from the bottom, then go to the top. I'm sweeping floors, go from sweeping floors to managing. So I've always, always known that there's power in service and and so it's always been, I've always been an entrepreneur. However, the way I got into the financial industry was by default. Just to give you an example, you know, I was in the music industry for quite some time. You know, my good friend, his name is Melvin Johnson, and he used to work for a very, very known record label. 
And uh, I was pretty much his mentor. You know, I was his mentor. And he told me one day, he said, hey, man, you would do good into the, in the music industry. You would be a great manager. And I've always loved music as a child. Music was my pretty much my passion. However, I didn't see myself in the music industry, but he saw me being in the music industry. Mm. And, uh, you know, he was uh, basically uh, elevating in his career in the music industry. I was working in corporate America and I was just, uh, you know, I had a job, which I call just over broke. I wasn't really doing anything. And I saw him advancing. And he said to me one day, he said, hey, man, uh, you know, I'm, we're going on a partial tour. You know, I, I can't pay you that much, but you can come on the tour and I can pay you. And I think, you know, see whether or not you like the music industry or not. And I went to my boss and I told my boss, hey, you know, can I take out a, take off a couple of weeks? I had it. I had sick pay up to a couple of weeks. My boss said, no, I can't give you that. We, you, we need you too badly. I can give you a week, but man. So I was like, wow, what am I going to do? He only can give me a week. It's a two, it's a, it's a two week commitment. He's only going to give me a week. So I told my boss, I said, okay, I'll take the week. But I had already said to myself that I'm going to go on this tour and I want to see what's, what it's about. Within that first week, if it, if it doesn't work, I'm just going to come on back. Well, to make a long story short, I never went back because when I got on the tour, I mean, I really grind, man. I mean, when I tell you I was the guy who was bringing all of the coffee, whatever they wanted, I was there. And just in that little amount of time, in that two weeks, they asked me to stay on the tour. And that's how everything began, because at the time it was a big tour and I could let this out. You know, I was uh, basically uh, Bobby Brown's road manager. I was on, on that team and we did a couple of world tours and, you know, it went from that to, to, to meeting a lot of other uh, entertainers. And uh, when I was on that tour working my behind off, it was a lawyer uh, by the name of, I can't say his name right now, but he was a very uh, a well-known Beverly Hills lawyer. And he was on that tour. He was an entertainment attorney and he saw the things that I was doing. And he asked me one day, he said, Hey, you ever thought about starting your own management company? I said, no, nah, I never thought about it, you know, but I would love to. He said, I don't know exactly how to start a management company. And he said, you know what? Tell you what, if you're serious, when you get back, here's my number. Call me. So when I got back, I called him and I went out to his office and we sat down and talked. And he said, hey, listen, you got what it takes. Tell you what, I'm going to show you how to start your management company. And not only that, we could be partners. So that's how it was born. It was called RKD Music Management. That was my management company. It was born, and we did some incredible things, uh, did a lot of successful projects. I worked with Dave Hollister. Uh, I can just go on and on and on. But the bottom line is, is that we made a lot of money. But here's the crazy part. We made a lot of money, and then after we made all of this money, we were doing uh, the accounting of what we made. It was time to actually get my cut. And my business partner wrote me a check. When I looked at the check, I said, oh, you must be making a mistake. This is not, what is this? And it was a, just a little amount of money. And he said, hey, remember all of these things that you did when you were, you did these videos, you bought this, you bought clothes, you, you guys went to hotels, you did this. All of that stuff was on paper. And when I looked at my cut, it was very little. And then the crazy part about it is the same year I got hit with taxes. Oh, wow. And I was like, wait a minute now. I'm in the music industry. I got successful projects and I'm in the red. And when that happened to me, 
it, it woke me up. I said the same thing, my superpower, when I was going through that the dyslexia, the same thing came to me, that instinct, the superpower. I will never allow myself to get in a situation like this again. So I took every book that I could read on finance. I was an advocate reader. I read every book on finance. I read about money, the whole nine yards, self-talk, just reading. And uh, read so many books. And then when I was doing that, I found my passion. My passion was finance. That was my passion. I was really good with money. And I found that wasn't really about money. It was about formulas. And I was really good with, with money. So the following year, made a lot of money, got out of the red. And that was, that was at a time where we had CDs. And the industry was changing. We went from CDs to downloads. When we had CDs, I would get a big profit margin. I, would have, I had a 50-50 deal with Universal Music Group. So we were making a ton of money. But when the industry shifted from CDs to downloads, it cut the profit. Mm. So I decided to get out of the music industry by selling my share, my part. To this very day, I have royalties. But the bottom line is, is that that's when I got involved with finance. First, film finance. I got involved with film finance, did some successful projects in film finance. And then I got in, involved with just uh, financial education and uh, financial strategies. And that's how I got involved with the financial industry. Started working for firms. Every time I would go to a firm, I would start at the bottom, go right to the top. I knew I had something. And then eventually I started my own firm. And that's where I am right now. Have my own firm and uh, have a lot of agents and doing phenomenal. So that's what happened. I, I actually got into the financial industry by default, but it's something that I really, really love. And that's where I am right now. And that, that's, that's such an amazing story, you know, just show just how, how your superpower came back again and just brought you to an entire new level. Right. And see, the, the thing that I appreciate about, about about you and your story, Rory, is that you 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 have been actively in the music industry. And so just just, just personally from someone like myself who had. Who had a uh, who had an interest in being in and being in the music industry? I actually got to learn from being in full sell uh, some of the things going on behind the scenes, right? You know, when it comes to like contracts and coming yeah. to like uh, you know the finances of things. And when I realized how <laughs> how costly it can really be to to be in the music in the music industry, right? Uh, I also realized how important it was to really be uh, educated, right, on on how to really go about doing business. And so w- the benefit that I, that I got out of getting into real estate, which is what I ended up doing shortly after I graduated. I graduated May, May 5th, 2016, and I closed my first real estate deal September 26th of 2016. And I started my journey in real estate, and I've been here ever since. And it taught me business. It taught me, you know, finance, right? Now, I'm not saying I'm a, I'm a finance, I'm not on your level, Rory. I'm sure there's a lot, a lot I got, I've got to learn. And, this, you know, this is also why uh, I, I'm, a, I'm appreciative as well to, uh, to, to, to be here and have the opportunity to interview you because I'm going to learn something too, right? We're, we're always going to we're always learning something new. But the thing I wanted to share is the, just the power that you, that you have, not just for yourself but for other people. Because as we know, I mean, this is something in the music industry. If I can share this, there's been a history, right, of of, of many, many, many successful acts, right, finding themselves in the red because they don't understand things like finance and because they don't understand things like contracts and making sure that they have all their ducks in a row and the structures proper. Right. And so on the other hand, too, when you when you know it, you, you can see it and it shows right the wealth building portion of it. So what I want to ask you, because you, you're one of the unique people who 
who not only got educated on it, but you took it upon yourself to do it, right? You, you got self-educated. You, you, you fell in love with knowing what to do right the next time. And I think that's just amazing. I think that's a, there's a huge lesson in that alone. And so I, I'd love to ask you, when, when you were educating yourself, what was the biggest breakthrough from what you discovered on your, on your financial journey? That's a great question. What I, the biggest breakthrough was there's a big difference between riches and wealth. Riches is for our lunchtime, wealth is for a lifetime. Mm. And we were taught primarily to chase money. And anything you chase will get away from you. What I learned is, is that finance is a mindset. And your greatest asset is your mindset. And, you know, it's funny that you're into real estate because when I look at real estate, I look at real estate as everything. I mean, the floor that I walk on is real estate. The clothes that I wear is what real estate. Everything is real estate. You see? Yeah. But the bottom line is, is that I always tell people that once you understand financial education, when you learn the, the language of the rich and the wealthy, that's where you want to be. That's what it's all about. So, you know, that was my biggest breakthrough. My biggest breakthrough was to find out what real wealth is. And there's a big difference between riches and wealth. The real meaning of wealth, for everybody that's listening, is, called, is all needs met. Mm. All needs met. In other words, you could be in a one-bedroom apartment. You could be homeless. But if you know who you are and what you are, you got a dream and a passion, you're wealthy. It's a mindset. Yeah. And when I've learned that the average person don't understand finance, as I opened up on this interview telling you that the average American before the pandemic was one to two paychecks away from being homeless. That's the average American. One out of three Americans in debt. That's the average American. The average American family cannot even have a $400 emergency. That's the average American family. The average college student gets out of college with about $28,000 debt. If they're pursuing to be a professional, doctor, or lawyer, anywhere from $200,000 debt. Yes. Last year in America, all credit card loans and car loans combined did not surpass student loans. Wow. And the bombshell it is the average person who went to college in America is still in student loan debt in their late 40s and one of the richest countries in the world. So it's a lack of financial education. But once you learn financial education and you learn exactly how money works, that's what it's all about. So I just really, really, I'm just wrapped up in that, man, educating people, letting them know the language of the rich and the wealthy. That's what it's all about. Wow. And, and thank you for sharing that. You know, just, just, just also being able to, to shed the light on how, that's it, how serious of, um, of an education issue that we have in America, because it, it, it is very easy to just listen to what's going on, you know, on the news, right? And just say, okay, it's, it's, it's a government issue, right? Or, you know, it, it's easy to point the, point the finger at everybody else and say, I'm not the problem, when really, it really is an educational thing. Right. It really is a mindset issue. Right. Yeah. So, and, and so it's, it's interesting because we almost see this, Rory. And, and you know, you, you let me know if I'm, if I'm right and if I'm wrong, please let me know as well. But it's, it's interesting. We almost see this trend in almost every, in almost every industry. 
right? And almost that, every and that's so, what we have to think about this. We go to school for 14 years, but we don't learn anything about finance. We don't learn anything about home, home economics. We don't learn anything in those 14 years, but we also, we're getting these degrees that we're paying for. And it, it, it's, it's crazy when you think about that. And I always tell people that, you know, um, a lot of people are capitalizing off the ignorance of, of, of people. Now, when I say ignorance, it's not offensive word, ill-informed. And, you know, it's funny because we say education is the key, and I believe education is the key, but it's crazy that, you know, uh, a businessman or entertainer can make millions, but a teacher can barely make a living. So is it really, really about education? That's the reason why it's all about self-education, learning how to educate yourself, and that's exactly how you get ahead. Because I always tell people this, Luke, poverty in America starts at a family of four making $30,000 or less. Hmm. A single individual, 15000 Wealth begins at $150,000. So we're not making at least $150,000. We're not even in the wealth column. Wow. Here's the bombshell. Only 5% of Americans are in the wealth column. Wow. That's a $100,000 gray area. So education is really the key. But the question is, the system don't educate us. That's the reason why you got to educate yourself. And, you, and, and that's what it's all about. So that's what I push. I push self-education and learning about finance. And, and, and thankfully, you know, th there are people like yourself, Roy, who, who if it's okay, I say this, that, that have almost dedicated your lives to teaching people this. Because you're right, the system did not teach us this, right? And that's one thing that is definitely congruent, right? No matter what university you go to, all right, it's just the system's not going to teach you this. And so we have to go outside to learn. And so if, if, if people like yourself aren't out here teaching, you know, even though there are, unfortunately, people that are capitalizing on the ill-informed, uh, uh, Ill right? There are people like you who are here to provide another way, another path, right? Because, right. because the reality is it's totally possible. We're, we're, we're here because, we're, we're here not because it's impossible, we're here because it's possible. We're here because we wanna show people how that they can make that a reality in their life. And so I just wanna say again, thank you for, 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 for going through your God-given journey, right? To be where you are now, to be able to provide that level of, 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 of value because people really need it. You know, society really needs it. And so, and, and so I thank you for that. And so one of the things that, 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 um, that, that I really appreciated about, about what, you know, some, some of the information that you share is uh, one thing that really struck out to me. It was the five things about finance, not taught in school. So, uh, you know, we're back to the, uh, to the system. <laughs> so the five things about finance, not taught in school, um, for instance, what is compounding interest in the simplest form. So that, that's actually a question uh, I have for you because uh, compounding interest can be a complex thing to understand. Um, and so in the simplest form, what, what, what is compounding interest? You know, it's funny, uh, compounding interest is not complicated. It's just interest on top of interest. It's just interest on top of interest. And it's something that everybody should know. It's called the rule of 72. The rule of 72. The rule of 72 can work for you. It can work against you. 
All banking institutions use it, credit card companies, student loan, auto loans, they all use the Route of 72. And you'd be surprised, most of the people who work in the bank don't know about the Route of 72, yet the bank operates off the Route of 72. You can do it yourself at home. You simply take the number 72 and you divide it into any interest rate or any rate of return. And that's going to tell you how long it takes to double your money. So if I said 72 divided into four equals 18, that means that person's money doubles every 18 years. So that's what you do with the rule of 72. It's compounding interest. And the reason compounding interest is so important is simply because you have to think about what's happening in America. We go to the banks and the banks in America on average give us negative 1%, Luke. Negative 1%. We think about inflation. I call that the silent killer. Inflation right now, as you and I speak, is seven and a half percent and climbing. Wasn't this high since 2008. So we have to have at least eight percent or greater just to beat inflation as you and I speak. So think about that. The bank on average is giving us negative one percent, which is nothing. Not compounding interest, simple interest. And inflation is seven and a half percent. So we need 8% or greater just to beat taxes and inflation. So I always ask people, would you rather put monies in the bank and get negative 1% or would you rather put your money where the bank put their money? That's where the education comes in at, where the bank put their money. I want your listeners to really get this. So important. You know, we go to the bank, we put monies in the bank, bank give us negative 1%, bank takes our money, they don't save our money. Bank takes our money and put it in the market and get all of the compounding interest. The banks do something first that's called fractional banking. Fractional banking. Two things that, you, that everyone should be thinking about. Fractional banking and infinite break banking. You want The bank does fractional banking, but you should be doing infinite banking. What I mean by that? You want to put your money where the bank put their money. So fractional banking. The banks in America are only required by law to keep 10% of our deposits. Last year during the pandemic, the Fed said they didn't have to keep anything. But as you and I speak right now, they only require to keep 10% of our deposits. So if I put $1,000 in the bank, the bank is only required to keep 100. They're going to take the nine and invest it. What do they invest in? Home loans, student loans, credit cards, real estate, S&P 500. And then the banks do something that's going to come to a surprise to a lot of people. The banks are heavily, heavily vested in life insurance. It's called B-O-L-I. B-O-L-I, Bank Owned Life Insurance. Last year, the banks in America purchased over $190 billion in life insurance last year during the pandemic. What do they do with that life insurance? They take that life insurance, they cover their employees and their executives, they take the cash value that's in that life insurance, and they do fractional banking, they lend it out, and all of it comes down to one word that most Americans dread, but the rich and the wealthy don't care about because they pay very little of taxes. taxes. And there's three types of taxes. Everybody need to know these three types. You have tax now, tax later, tax advantage. Tax now is like a checkings account or a savings account. Think about that. The same bank that we save money in that doesn't save our money still tax our money. Tax later, 401k, TSP, 403b, pension. Those are tax later. And then you have tax advantage accounts. Tax advantage accounts are accounts that are tax-free, like life insurance, college savings plans, and Roth IRAs. So I always tell people this is something they should know. 
and Internal Revenue Service Tax Code. Because a lot of people don't know this, but if you have a 401k or a 403b or 457 or TSP, whatever that may be, a lot of people don't know a 401k is really an Internal Revenue Service Tax Code. But here's a tax code everybody should know. Internal Revenue Service Tax Code 7702. 7702. 7702 is an Internal Revenue Service Tax Code that says anybody that is saving for retirement can retire tax-free, but only in a life insurance bill. That's why we see the rich and the wealthy put all their money in life insurance, just like Warren Buffett. A lot of people don't know that Warren Buffett he has a real estate company. Everybody knows about Berkshire, but they don't know that Berkshire owns Geico. Geico is an insurance company. But most Americans have the wrong interpretation of life insurance. The, the, the proper interpretation of life insurance is to transfer wealth. So I encourage people to start doing infinite banking. Put your money where the bank put their money so you can have money for a lifetime and not lunchtime. Wow, that's, that's absolutely... You know, you know, my, my mouth is just I've been I'm just quiet the whole time you're talking because I, I wanted to digest as much of that as possible. Um, that's absolutely amazing. I mean, you, you, you're diving really, really deep here. Um, and so and so um, this, this is interesting. So if it's OK, I just want to just touch on the, the life insurance uh, policy. Now, now, I do. I did know that you can lend against your life insurance. Right. And, and if you needed if you needed something, I had no idea, though, that that is actually something that the bank actually does as well. Yes. And, and, and it's interesting. Uh, and it actually makes sense, too. It, it does make a whole lot of sense. And so um, uh, I, I don't want to dive too deep into waters. Right. Uh, I, I want to allow people to have the opportunity, Roy, to 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 uh, to, to, uh, to come to you, get some help, get some coaching, get some more education if they want to dive deeper. Uh, but what what I what I would like to 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 discuss is is the five things about finance not taught in school. So what are those five things? What are those five things that uh, that are not taught in school that everybody should know right now? Uh, first thing is what we said earlier. They should understand compounding interest right from the start. You got to have compounding interest because if you don't understand compounding interest, you're not even getting ahead. As I told people earlier, the bank is giving us negative one percent, and you got to have eight percent or greater just to beat com- to beat inflation and taxes. And you have to understand that in order to get ahead, you have to have compounding interest. No matter what you're doing. It has to be compounding interest. And then also, too, you have to understand what I said. Also, too, there's three types of taxes. Tax now, tax later, tax advantage. So you want to learn how to go from tax now to tax advantage. That's important. And then also, too, you want to learn something that's called the 50-30-20 rule. 50-30-20 and the 10-20 rule. Well, the 10-20 rule means that as Americans, we should have at least six to 10 months of our monthly expenses saved up just for emergencies. So let's say if I have $1,000 in expenses, I need a minimum of 6,000 saved up just for emergencies. And then the 50, 30, 20 rule is you want to, the goal is, is to try to live within 50% of your monthly income. 30% should go toward lifestyle, taking care of yourself. 20% has to be save, invest, save, invest. Only suckers save money. So the mindset of saving money in the bank, trading time for money is an old model that won't work. Today, you have to allow money to make money for you by saving and investing. That's important. So understanding the basic rules of finance to get ahead. Most of us are falling behind 
once again, because we're following an following old model. You know, I'm trading my time for money. And once I trade my time for money, I take my money and I put it in a bank and get no interest. And, and, I, I can't get ahead that way. And, and, and actually, from, from, from what you're sharing and from what, and from what we're learning here, uh, when, when people do that, they're actually losing money. Yes, they're actually losing money. They're actually losing money because, and see, that's, that's the actual problem. That's the reason why the symptoms of all Americans are similar. The average American, one to two paychecks away from being homeless and one out of three in debt. That's why financial education is so, so essential and so important. And guess what? It really doesn't require that much. All it requires is a new way of thinking. It's all it requires of a new way of thinking. And it all and also requires of getting yourself educated about finance. Because even if you are in real estate, making a lot of money, it could be Bitcoin, it could be investments, whatever it may be. At the end of the day, when you make your real estate money, where do you park your money? In the bank? Think about that. I'm not talking against the banks. I believe in smart banking because the banks are smart. See, the banks don't save money. They invest their money. And here's the hidden secret. When you go inside of a bank, you'll see that it will tell you the FDIC only insures our money up to $250,000. The FDIC is the insurance companies. So the, so the hidden secret is, is that banks don't keep money. They invest money. The insurance companies are the ones who have all of the money. Mm. But they got the average American thinking about using insurance to bury them while the rich and the wealthy is using it to carry them. Wow. So when you go look at history and you'll see that Ray Kroc started McDonald's with money out of a life insurance policy. Walt Disney took money out of a life insurance policy to start to start Walt Disney. So we see the rich and the wealthy use life insurance to carry them, but the average American uses it to bury them. The true meaning of life insurance is to transfer wealth. And in today's society, with the average American being one to two paychecks away from being homeless and one out of three in debt, what is this generation going to pass to the next generation? So we better get our shift together. I'd encourage shift. Shift the way you think. Shift the way you think. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. That, that, that is just a wealth of knowledge. I, I know everybody listening right now, Rory, is just probably hanging on to their seats just as I am right now and, uh, and is really enjoying this. I've actually got, we've actually got some private students in here now um, that's in here with us. Um, but w- what I want to do be- before we, uh, do you have time for some questions, Rory? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, man. Anything for you. I just want you to know, man, I have a lot of respect for you for what you're doing. You're a young guy. And uh, I know the sky is the limit for you, man. So anything you need, I'm here. I'm not afraid. Let's talk. Thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, uh, uh, thank you. Uh, and so uh, uh, before we go into the questions, I just want to have a little bit of fun. right? Let, let's, let, let's have a little bit of fun. Um, so this is this has to do with your reels, right? Because this is how I discovered you. So this is some data for you as well. I discovered you through your reels on Instagram, right? I was on Instagram and, and I discovered your IG reels. And so uh, I have a few of them that I wrote down that I personally really enjoyed that I wanted okay. to talk about. And uh, the first one was, the, was about retirement, right? You had one on retirement. You said, people don't plan to fail, they fail to plan. I thought that was absolutely amazing. You want, you want to just talk, touch on that really briefly? Yeah, you know, uh, as Americans... And just all around the world in general, Americans primarily are some of the biggest dreamers. And that's great. Uh, But the bottom line is, is that, you know, most people, they don't plan to fail because they dream big, but they fail to have a plan. So if you're ever going to get out of debt, if you're ever going to learn how to get to the next level, you've got to have a plan. 
And I encourage people to have a plan because it's something that I call 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40. The average American works about 40 hours a week, works for 40 years, and then try to retire off of 40% of their income. Most have to go back to work because they didn't plan. Mm. That's that's true. Wow. And, and so that, that's absolutely powerful, guys. I hope, I hope that you're hearing this. Plan, make a plan, have a plan together. And um, and uh, you're you're more than likely to be able to hit your target or somewhere close to that, right? Uh, as as but I on- guarantee you won't hit your target. I guarantee you won't hit your target if you are trading your time for money and you're taking your money to the bank, getting no interest. You will not hit your target. You will definitely not hit your target. It requires a new way of thinking. I'm encouraging people to start infinite banking. BYOB, write that down. BYOB, be your own bank. As I was saying earlier, you could be in real estate and could be very successful. You could be in trading and be very successful. But at the end of the day, what do you do with your money? You put it in the bank at the end of the day. So you have to look at it this way. If I got $200,000 in the bank, I just lent the bank $200,000 for negative 1%, nothing. That's important. What happens if you want to borrow $200,000 from the bank? So I always tell people, make sure you put your money in compounding interest account. And once again, life insurance is an excellent place to put it because life insurance gives you compounding interest. So what if I had that same $200,000 in a life insurance policy investing in myself? Not only am I getting compounding interest on my $200,000, if I pass, my family has the death benefit. So now I'm transferring wealth. Wow. Wow. That's absolutely amazing. And it all gets transferred through the family. Yes. This is something that could get passed down generation after generation. That's yes, definitely. It's absolutely amazing. So the, my next one for you, Rory, is uh you had another you had another reel absolutely love this one don't leave anything for your kids now this is at, at first I was uh, like oh uh, uh, god <laughs> but then check this out this is, I see out because because I have because I uh because I've been in real estate I understand things like trusts and all of that right that's how we, we buy real estate and everything like that and so for me at first when I when I hit the play button I didn't know what to expect right because it said don't leave anything for your kids um uh, but uh but then you talked about put it in a trust and then the MC Hammer song came on. I did my little dance, right? So, <laughs> so, so, let, so let's talk about that. Do you mind just touching on that a little bit? Yeah, you know, it's funny. You know, you're into real estate. I know that. And, you know, uh, I have um, a lot of colleagues that are into real estate. And, you know, I train. I do real estate training classes. I call it real estate. Once you see this, it'll, it'll blow you away. However, you know, Real estate agents, you know, by law, they can't give any legal advice. Well, I can talk about it because I'm a financial expert. Uh, If you have a home, and if you don't have a trust, you go into probate court. Mm. And most people don't know that. If you have a will, you still go into probate court. But if you have a trust, you're not going to probate court. So I encourage people, if you have a home, make sure you have a trust. So you don't have to go to probate court. So when I said, don't leave your kids anything, I said it for a particular reason, because my motto is own nothing but control every damn thing. Everybody listen to this. (laughs) Own nothing but control everything. Now, when you study wealth, 
We talk about wealth now. When you study wealth, when we look at the powerful families like the Bill Gates and the Warren Buffetts, they don't own anything, but they control everything. So I didn't literally mean don't leave your kids anything. I said don't leave your kids nothing. In other words, you want to put it in a trust so they can have the money and not only have the money, they, they can have the money with restrictions and the way it should be uh, simulated out. Does that make sense? So it's really about financial education. So leaving your kids assets without information, they're not going to have it that long anyway. That's why I say leave your kids nothing. You got to show your kids how money works and you want to put things inside of a trust because when you put things inside of a trust, not only are the kids protected, it, it's a whole lot of other things that comes along with having that trust. A lot of benefits. That's, that's, that, is, that is an absolute gem. That's an absolute diamond. I hope everybody listened to that. If you didn't catch that, run it. Like, please replay that because it's extremely important for not just, you know, not just our time while we're here to protect, uh, uh, yeah, protect, really, uh, you know, protect what we have, but at the same time, protect what's uh, protected for who's coming after us. And so that's exactly. very important, 100%, because the state will, they will take a portion of, of, of your estate. They, 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 they will do that as a part of the probate process. And so um, a, a man who likes purpose, this is another one, a man who likes purpose, and I love this, a man who likes purpose distracts himself from pleasure. Uh, now, why did you create this reel? I'm just curious about that one. You know, in life, winning is a habit and losing is a habit. It takes about 21 days to develop a habit, and at least 21 days to get rid of a habit. The average person can't go one week without staying committed to something. So we win and lose by habits. And I always tell people that um, if you don't learn how to starve your distractions, you won't get ahead. And it's really all about habit. You know, it's something I call my three C's. I want to give everybody this, my three C's. The first C is consistency. Consistency is the key to success. You don't have to be the best. You don't have to know the most, but you want to be consistent. Now, everybody's always talking about confidence. That's my second C, confidence. You will, people talk about gaining confidence. We always say gain confidence. You ask somebody, what do you mean by gain confidence? Nobody can really tell you that. Well, you'll never gain confidence if you're not consistent. Mm. And confidence comes by doing the same thing over and over again. When you do the same thing over and over again, you don't get bitter, you get better. And then my last C is courage. Once you consistent, once you gain the confidence, you get the courage to win. So it's really all about starving your distractions, taking hold of your habits, staying consistent, Building confidence, now you got the courage to win. And when you get the courage to win, I always tell people, when you become fearless, life becomes limitless. Wow. Wow. That is, that is absolutely a treasure trove. Uh, more importantly than, than anything that we could learn, uh, even from, you know, from a financial standpoint, from a real estate standpoint, it's, it's, you know, like you said earlier, earlier uh, in this interview, Rory, it all starts in here. And being able to actually... I mean, this is this sounds like a, I mean, this is this is ultimately a success formula. Your, your three C's, right? That's a success formula. Yes. And and and, uh, and I've never really heard I've never heard it explained that simply. 
and it's impactful. And, and, and I appreciate you even sharing that with us. I know that's, it, it almost sounds like that's something, you know, uh, 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 that, uh, that, that, uh, that you, that you've utilized in your life that, that, um, that has been powerful for you. And so I appreciate you sharing that, uh, for the entire audience, because, you know, that is 100%, you know, with anything that we do, that's new consistency is going to be a major key to that. I mean, it's hard to form a new habit. It's not, it's not the easiest thing, right. For us to do as human beings, but if we can get through the 21 days, right. We, we can get to ultimately a, a completely different future. Is that yeah, right? Definitely. You know, that's why, you know, with those three C's, especially when people to grab a hold of it, because consistency is the key to success. A lot of times we're too hard on ourselves. Yeah. You know, uh, we're too hard on ourselves. The bottom line is, no matter what you're trying to achieve, just know that uh, there's never any losses. There's only lessons. Mm. And you got to develop a mindset of things are happening for you and not to you. So if you are just staying consistent, listen, man, you may get knocked down. That's okay. Stay consistent. Right. And if you stay consistent, you're going to start gaining that confidence. Once you start gaining that confidence, you get it. I'm telling you. Now you're going to have the courage, the courage to win. So that's what it's all about. And I really want to encourage people, let people know that um, if you're ever going to be a millionaire or if you're ever going to achieve something, you got to break it down to its common denominator. I always ask people, you know, people tell me, I want to be a millionaire. I ask them, hey, how much money do you have to make a day to become a millionaire? If you can't tell me, I don't think you're going to become a millionaire. But if you can break it down by the day, that is more achievable than looking at the whole million. So praise progress, but not perfection. Take baby steps. That's what it's all about. Just be consistent and you'll win. Wow. A hundred percent. One hundred percent, Rory. One hundred percent. And I've got one more for you. Uh, this, this reel right here is by far my favorite out of all of the four. And it's don't let anything stop you ever. I am living proof. You and by the way, on that video, I believe you were dancing. You were dancing. Uh, you were you were in your suit, right? You're looking real good. You're looking great. You're looking amazing now, right? But you you were in your suit, and and uh, I'll never forget it. You were you were dancing. And by the way, you're a great dancer. I just want to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm, I'm a great dancer. <laughs> I, I wanted to hop in the video and dance with you, you know. And so um and so uh, I just wanted to share that. So what was you know what was, what was the motive behind that? Like like what was the reason why you wanted to create that and and then just share that with the world? That you know, that's funny that you said it because the reason I did that is because, and I want people to write this down, 90% of winning is simply excitement. Mm. You got to get excited. 90% of winning is simply excitement. And your words are important. There's a scripture in the Bible that says life and death is in the tongue. Mm. So what we say is so important. However. It's not what other people say to us that counts. It's not what we hear that counts. It's really what we say to ourselves. Your words are so important. Your words will form your world. Words are so important, Luke, that the Father says in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh. You and I and everybody who's listening are walking words. But what words are you saying to yourself? What are you actually saying to yourself? So it's important that you say words to yourself that's going to caterpillar you to the next level. So I say words to myself every single day, man. 
that I'm the head and not the tail. I shall lend and not borrow. I'm blessed going in, blessed coming out. I'm excited. I'm more than a conqueror. Listen, man, whenever you're more than a conqueror, that means that you've already won the battle. So you got to get excited about life. That's what it's all about. Get excited and watch what's going to happen. You got to get excited, man. Too many people are too uptight, too tight, leaning on their own understanding. Yeah. You have to learn how to let go and let God and just get excited and watch what's going to happen in your life. I'm 58, man, but I feel like I'm 20. That's why I dance so good, man. <laughs> listen, I'm not convinced. I Listen, man, I'm not conceited. I'm convinced. That's what it's all about. And one of the main things you got to get into your DNA, everybody's listening, looking. Stop worrying about what people think. Stop people pleasing. It's not what other people say about you that counts. It's what you say about yourself. I'm excited, man. That's it. That settles it. I'm excited. No, and nothing no one can do about it. I love it. I absolutely love it. And, and, and that's, that's such a powerful message because it's one of those things that be, because life is life, right? You know, you know, there's, you know, life isn't perfect, you know? Um, and, and it's one of those things that, that is easy for most people just let pass over their mind, right? They, like, they know where they're going, but they're not enjoying their journey like they should be, right? And, and, and there's something that you said. You said, you said, let go and let God. And I absolutely love that. I'm, if it's okay, man, I, wanna, I just want to digest that and take that with me. If no, that's take, all right. you have to take it with you, man, because see... It, it, it matches. It, it matches my. Uh, so, so I have this theory. It's really not a theory, but I call it a theory. It's, it's, I call it the God theory. And, um, and and what it is, I'm actually going to pull it up here. I'm going to I'm going to share it with with you. Okay. Um, so this is my God theory. And so uh, essentially, what it is, is that every everyone and everything that involves God will prosper. And. You know, I'm not telling, you know, this isn't, this isn't a situation to tell anybody what to believe, right? I'm not, this, is, this isn't it. I'm not pushing my beliefs on anyone. That's not what we're here to do. However, I, I am a strong believer in God, and I also believe that anything that involves God will prosper. And, and, and so, and so I, I, I kept on hearing that as you were sharing, right? That kept on coming up. That kept on coming up. So I wanted to share that as well and create that bridge, man, because, you know, that's, that's such an important piece. Like, it's easy to see what's in the flesh, Right, because we live in that every day. And so, I want to ask you one other quick, one other thing, and then after this, I'll, I'll go ahead and open up for questions. And it's this one thing: How much of this experience, this journey called life, has to do with the spirit? Just want to get your take on this. Like, how do you feel that connection comes together from the spirit and the the the, the physical journey of life? Well, let me say this: When I said 90% of winning is simply excitement. I meant that. And whether or not if a person is a believer or not, the scripture tells us that religion choketh the spirit. So when you're in the spirit, it flows just like water. Now, I always tell people this. The scripture says, ye that is of the spirit is of the spirit, and ye that is of the flesh is of the flesh. And all of us, we are spirit and flesh. People are in the gym getting their body right, trying to look right, trying to eat right, but are you getting your spirit right? So you have to understand that the word tells us that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. The spirit is willing, action verb. It's ready to work if you'll work it, but the flesh is weak. And most people build their flesh and not their spirit. 
But until you can build your spirit, you can't tell your flesh what to do so you can't go to the next level. So I encourage people to exercise their spirit because if you exercise your spirit, you can tell a cigarette, no. You can tell temptation, no. But if you're exercising your flesh, man, you're going to continue to stay on the ground. But I'll leave everybody with this. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. There's greatness inside of you. I'm talking to somebody out here right now. There's greatness inside of you. There's greater inside of you outside of your natural ability. So tap into that greatness. That greatness that's inside of you is the spirit of the creator. And that's what it's all about. Exercise your spirit so therefore you can control this flesh. Wow, that's, that's absolutely beautiful. Rory, you know, I have no doubt that the audience, that there's somebody in this artist right now who, who has just had an insane breakthrough from just being a part of this interview, listening to everything that you shared today. And, 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 and you know, of course, we were talking about finances, right? But we, 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 we went deeper than that, right? We went deeper than that. We went to the core of, 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 of uh, we went to the core of, of, of how things work, in, in, in my opinion, you know? Yes, definitely, man. And I, I, I just want to encourage people out there that uh, I, I understand that's a lot of things that we go through and people are going through a lot of stuff right now. And, you know, even myself, you know, I'm talking right now, you guys don't even notice, but I had mouth surgery yesterday. Mm. And it's painful. But guess what? I'm excited because that's what it's all about. So I always tell people, if you can be excited on those dark days or those days that are not so great, you're ready to get to the next level. And in life, you're only going to suffer where you're immature at. If you're immature with your finances, you'll be in and out of finances. If you're immature in your relationships, you'll be in and out of relationships. But once you get matured in your life in certain areas, you don't have to revisit it anymore. So it's all about growing up. When we grow up, God will take us up to the next level. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much, Rory. Thank you so much for sharing your, 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 your knowledge, uh, sharing your experiences, sharing your life with us. Uh, you know, one thing that we never get back is time. And, you know, the time that we spent today is, is something that's going to compound, right? Because yes. just like compounding interest, this is going to compound on other lives, right? Exactly. And it's going to affect the lives of other people. I just want to share, I just want to share right now. We have an average of a thousand listeners on every podcast episode. So you have, so you have a thousand ears listening to you right now. And so one thing I want to ask you, and this is the last thing, and then, I, and then uh, we've got one question in here from, from, uh, from, from our private uh, student, um, then we'll ask that. What is one thing you'd want to share with everybody on this, in, in the audience? What is one thing, out of all the things that, that, you could, that, 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 that is, uh, that's valuable, um, what is one thing that you'd want everyone to take away uh, that you feel is the most important thing uh, to, to know? First of all, Number one, understand that you're valuable. And I said it earlier. Today, people, they don't buy music. They don't buy books. They buy you. So you're valuable. And be you. Be the best version of yourself every single day. And I always tell people, when value is made clearly, decisions are made easily. You are valuable. So tap into who you are. And learn about finance. And keep in mind, every conversation is currency. Mm -hmm. It's currency. It's exchanging information. But you want to make sure that you're using words that's going to elevate you. And not only that, you want to get around people 
who are doing more and going places. If you hang around nine broke people, I guarantee you, you'll be the 10th. So it's important that you change your environment and not only change your environment, learn from people, learn how to stretch your, your imagination. And once again, your dreams are not a figment of your imagination. It's just showing you glimpses of your future. Thank you so much, Rory. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, thank you for impacting the lives uh, of people. And most importantly, you know, I, I just want to say this one thing. If, if, if you are not on your path, right, if you, if, you weren't, if you didn't go through the things that you've been through, you wouldn't be here right now to impact the lives of not just myself, but everyone else who's listening to you and everyone else outside of this space as well that, that you help. And so that's not to be taken for granted. I don't take that for granted. And I'm sure, uh, I'm sure I can speak for everyone else here that, that we're grateful to have you share your knowledge, experiences, uh, in your life with us. And so I have one more, one more question for you from, from, our stu- from our private student here. This is from Taylor. Um, she says, what was your greatest fear, if any, uh, during your financial journey? My, that's a great question. What was my greatest fear? Hmm. My greatest fear was being satisfied. Mm. That's my greatest fear. I think that people tend to get satisfied because they have a glass ceiling on their life. You know, they say, hey, you know, when I get this home, when I get this, I'm okay. Uh, For me, um, I have a limited, unlimited mentality. So I'm very unsatisfied, very unsatisfied. But at the same token, very excited and happy. But I'm very unsatisfied because if you want to get to the next level, you got to have a strong why. Got to have a strong why. Why are you doing what you're doing? That's what it's all about. So my biggest fear was being satisfied. Wow. And that's and that's and that's uh that's amazing. T- T- Taylor, by the way, is clapping it up right now in the, in the chat. She says so, thank you. So don't 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 get satisfied, uh Taylor. Yeah. Don't don't allow yourself to be satisfied because uh there's always room for growth in life. So if you get satisfied, that's going to keep you at a minimum. I, I just can't get satisfied. A lot of people, they may look at my life and, and see all of the, the material things that I may have, but these material things are very small because I'm not satisfied because I believe all of us were brought here to, to actually leave an impression in the earth. You got to really think about this. One of the richest places on the planet earth is the cemetery. Mm. There's more buried dreams there, more buried ideas there at the cemetery. So make sure that you die empty and not full. I love that. I love that. And that's, and, and, and that's something that is very, very uh, powerful and very important to understand because satisfaction is actually a, is actually a silent, uh, it is a silent killer. I mean, you know, you, you, you know, in life, we tend to do this. We tend to go up, we tend to progress. And then at a point when we hit that glass ceiling, we plateau, right? And if we don't find something, to, to bring back that motivation to want to, if we don't find a reason to go up to a, a higher above where we are, a level that's higher above where we are, we're either going to stay here or even worse, we might even go down. Yes. It's that happening, you know? And so, and so what, what you share is it's, it's, it's way more than just words. It's, 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 it's a true reality. Yeah, and, and it's actually, uh, in my opinion, it's a science as to how we grow uh, through, through life. And so um, that is absolutely just an amazing gem that you just shared with everyone right now, Rory. And so thank you so much for that. And uh, again, we, we, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that you're here. 
Uh, and I'm grateful that you spent the time. I reached out to you and, and, uh, and, 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 you, and you know, you, reached, you responded quickly and, uh, and you are more than happy to help. And I think that, that that's something that uh, says a lot about you. But most importantly, it, sa- it says a lot about your heart. And wherever your heart is, right, it's going to determine a lot. And so, and so um, I'm just happy to be connected with you. I'm happy to have you on this podcast right, right now, just sharing and bringing that value uh, to everyone here that's listening so they can so that so that they can change the trajectory of their financial future because this is something like you said you you, you know ninety five percent of Americans are not in the wealth category. Yes, you know, I really want to I really want to encourage you. Uh, that's why when you called, I answered the call, and it's really funny because I get a lot of inquiries about doing podcasts and things, and I'm always targeting young new minds because you guys are the future. So I, I really, man, just want you to know that you're a young king. And I know that, that this is just the beginning of where you're going. Anything I can do to help you at any time, I'm here. And the time that we spent today, man, has been totally enjoyable. And I hope that people, you know, got some, some great information out of this. Awesome. Thank you so much, Rory. I, I'm truly grateful. And, uh, and yes, I absolutely, I absolutely want to do more. I, you know, I, I want to connect with you. Uh, and I want to see how I, how I can bring what I know uh, to to whatever you're doing, and and you know I can add value to that as well. I want to be able to provide that too. And so uh, I believe uh, so. So uh, one, one one person that I follow a lot, Bishop TD Jakes, right? He uh he's, he he has this international leadership summit um that he does, and where so the concept of that is to bridge together people who have already been through it and people who are just starting, but are starting with what's new. Yes. And, and bringing the bridge together to create something that's unlimited, right? That's something that's infinite. And so uh, I get the same thing. I get, I get that same feeling here. And so I just truly appreciate the, the opportunity. I appreciate that you did look, uh, you know, and, 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 and that you did decide to, uh, to do this with me. I'm, I don't take it for granted. We'll definitely do, do some more together, I'm sure. Uh, I feel the energy. I feel the connection here. And so um, I, I'm happy for that. And, and uh, we, we've, got a, we've got a comment in here from Taylor. She says, so much helpful insight. Thank you. And so as you can see, just from you being here, you've already impacted two lives. <laughs> so there's thousands <laughs> more, right, that listen, that are going to listen to you and uh, that are going to be, be impacted as well. And so I, I want to thank you for that. And b- before we close, uh, here's one other thing I, I want to do. Um, Rory, for people who want to get in contact with you or maybe even want to get some education, some financial education, right, how can they do that? How can they grow their financial education? Uh, how can they get connected with you? How does that process work? How can they learn more from you? Well, all they have to do is just go to RoryKDouglas.com, RoryKDouglas.com, and they can get all of my handles. Also, uh, my new book is called Cracking the Rich Code, and it's an international bestseller with world-renowned Tony Robbins, myself, Kevin Harrington from ABC's The Shark Tank, and Jim Britt. And it's currently international bestseller. It's called Cracking the Rich Code. So just go to RoryKDouglas.com. I'm everywhere. Once again, I got that AMC mentality. I'm everywhere. Social media, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. As a matter of fact, I just hit a million followers on TikTok today. Let's celebrate. We're going to celebrate that together. Congratulations. Congratulations. And Rory, I just want to say, I'm getting choked up a little bit here, man. I, I really am. I, I, I just want to say thank you again. And um, I, want, I actually have a personal request. I'm going to be a little selfish here, if, if that's all right. I want to be a little selfish. Go ahead. 
I totally want to dance with you, man. I just want to. I just want to. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it, man. We're going to do it. Get suited up. I got you. We're gonna both get suited up, and we're gonna and you're gonna dance. I'm gonna dance, and we're gonna connect it on social media. I got you. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's. Do I it, got man. you, man. Thank you so much, Rory. It's been an absolute pleasure having you. It's been so much fun. It's been the energy has been amazing. The information has just been out of this world. Uh, thank you for being a part of this. Thank you for impacting lives around the world. We have listeners all around the world listening. So it's not just here in America. We have listeners outside of the country, Australia, Canada, France. So thank you so much for impacting those lives as well, Rory, because this is something financial literacy is not limited to boundaries. It yeah. is not boundaries. You yeah. Know? So thank you. Thank you so, so I'm much. Gonna, I'm going to say sock posse now on gangu. I'm going to go get something to eat. <laughs> All right, brother. And so that's right. it for today. Until next time, I'm yes. Mateus. This is Rory K. Douglas. Thank you so much. Until next time, au revoir. All right. Let's wholesale real estate. We're going to wholesale real estate. If you want to wholesale real estate, then you are in the right place. Thank you for listening to School of Wholesale with your host, Luke Madez. If you want more information, subscribe to this podcast as well as follow on Instagram at Luke Madez. L-U-C-M-A-D-E-U-S. And if you have any questions, send me an email at flippinglegendary at gmail.com. That is flippinglegendary at gmail.com. Let's wholesale real estate. We're going to wholesale real estate.